0: Welcome to We'll See You in Hell, everybody. Hey. Pat Walsh in one ear, Joe DeRosa in the other. How is everybody? How you doing? They can't answer us, Joe. It's not a call-in podcast. <laughs>
1: it's Even not, though I suggested that it, it could be. Not yet, Pat.
0: No. It is a podcast, however, brought to you by the uh, Fangoria Podcast Network. For more information about the network, including other programs, or how to follow this show, those shows, any shows, find past episodes of We'll See You in Hell or any of the other pods, please visit Fangoria.com. And now here we are. see how seamlessly I worked that announcement in, that bumper? I thought we were just talking like old friends.
2: Yeah, no. I didn't realize
0: business.
1: you were reading something.
0: That was all business. <laughs> how are you doing, Pat?
1: I'm good. We're about a week out from Thanksgiving. I think this will probably drop uh, a couple days prior. And uh, we're doing a reverse uh, theme episode because we're going to watch Stephen King's Thinner. And Thanksgiving is all about getting a fatter. Getting f- <laughs> We're switching it up.
0: <laughs> we are switching it up. Uh, now's the time to go to your Netflix box, your Roku, your Apple TV, your PS4, your Xbox One, whatever it is. If you want to watch the movie along with us, find uh, Thinner uh, on your Netflix. Cue it up as soon as that... First frame comes on, hit pause, and we'll count off the play in a few minutes here. Uh, in the meantime, speaking of Thanksgiving, this is not our Thanksgiving episode. I think we will probably drop a special Thanksgiving episode, I'm hoping. I yep. guess we have to now that I said that. <laughs> but uh, I am hosting Thanksgiving, and Pat, is. You're, you're coming. I'll be there. I'm making my
1: traditional sweet potatoes, which were <laughs> so delicious last year. But you don't eat them. You don't like them. <coughs> uh,
0: I don't like them. Kind of a slap in the face to me. Everybody raved
2: About I, them. I
0: like sweet potatoes I don't like the way You did them Oh Not with you personally That that style of sweet potatoes I don't care for I mean Candied yams Yeah I don't like it It's too sweet no, Everybody loved it Well You know Everybody loves that uh, You know That new fucking Bieber record oh yeah that was the best thing i could reference i couldn't think of a no you're right though that's a i mean i
1: haven't heard a song on it but everybody's like do we have to really start taking bieber seriously this is really fucking good you know what it isn't (laughs) i i haven't heard it and i know it isn't Guy's a piece of shit and you keep you keep playing his game he's an animal he's a fucking monster
0: why is he a monster
1: Have you heard of nothing he's done in the past several years? I've heard of he
0: gets hookers here and there. I'm not talking about hookers. He's he's egging homes, but then again, he's 18 years old. 18 years old. He's he's been fucked in his head since he's 14. I mean, it's you know, if
1: I was 18, I got that much money, I'd be a fucking asshole too. But we're all just like, oh, what's what's Bieber up to? What's Bieber up to? We shouldn't care. You shouldn't care what your 18 year old nephew is up to. Yeah, or your own son, for that matter. And and these people don't, by the way, they care yeah. more about what Bieber's up to. And look, yeah. maybe I'll go home and put this album on, and I'll be like, "Do I got to start caring about Justin Bieber? This is you know, really good." This
0: is like you know, this is like when uh, th- that fucking Taylor Swift album came out. And everybody well, I will was actually like, love that album. Okay, oh, well then you'll probably like this album, you fucking douche. Yeah, maybe I will. But like Swift seems like a class act. Does this she? seems Like a pile of dog shit. Does she? I'm kind of tired of her fucking (laughs) aw shucks stammering, you know. (laughs) I'm just a girl from next door that just stumbled into fame. She lost me when she started trying to uh, copyright phrases she used that she didn't invent. Like what? I didn't hear about that. Like whatever her catchphrases are that she says all the time. She tried to like patent them. and It was like you didn't make up the words. Like what word? It liter- one of them was literally like, it's all good or something Oh, squad like
1: squad goals or whatever? It I think like, it was squad it
0: goals. It was like shit that like, some of them I was like, I guess you could have that one. But there were like ones <laughs> where I was like, that's like a phrase that exists. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Did you like when Tegan and Sarah went all pop? I didn't care for that either. No, I didn't
1: like that record. I love uh, many of Tegan and Sarah's albums, but the last few have let me down a bit.
0: Yeah, why did they release that like pop dance record?
1: um because they want money you know and they're they're getting it ain't that the business we're in it is i uh speaking of great pop music i actually love the new grimes album i don't know if you know grimes i don't. her first album was fantastic Her second album's just as good but in a popular direction
0: in a great way so still very ag- experimental i'm not against pop music no n- well obviously don't I, betray me all. don't you don't put you don't you put that tag on me Check out the new Grounds. But I also think the new Taylor Swift album is great. Speaking of pop music, I just watched the movie Danny Collins. Uh, Pacino? Yes. Benning? Annette Benning, Bobby Cannavale, Al Pacino. Any good? Jennifer Gardner. Loved it. Loved it? Loved it. It's a perfect movie to watch with the folks. Yeah. It's got a little edge to it still. Rated okay. R, plenty of fucks. Okay. Uh, some drug business in it. Uh, okay. Is Pacino Pacino's- like, I need I need a joint. No, he carries a cross filled with cocaine around his neck. All right, I'll roll with that. <laughs> so, uh, but uh, I love the movie. Cried in the last scene oh. on the airplane. Okay. I, I really thought it was a wonderful film about family, about love, about a man finding himself. Let me give you
1: my pick for uh, a, a great airplane or HBO On Demand When You're Hungover movie or family parent movie. Yeah. A little movie called The Intern starring Bobby Denise. How was that? And Anne Half. Uh, I liked it quite a bit. It's too long. It's kind of rambling. But it's it falls in with that. It. It's complicated in all
0: those movies where sure. I just enjoy it. Yeah, I, I saw it's complicated in the theater I did with so. a I liked male it. friend of mine. I, fine. And we enjoyed it. It's There's a great line in that movie with Alec Baldwin where he, he's talking about his stepson. Uh, I think the kid's name is Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. Or Eduardo. I think it's Eduardo.
1: It's very important that you
0: remember. Lake Bell plays the, like, fiery Spanish girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. And... uh, Doesn't look Spanish. And she's... But, yeah, she's... uh, But then uh, uh, he says... uh, 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 I was almost a Glenn Close. What's her name? Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. (laughs) The other Glenn Close. Yeah. Meryl Streep asks him about, like, food, because she cooks and bakes. Uh Uh-huh. And then he goes, uh, unfortunately... Rodrigo picks most of our meals, and he has a very limited palate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's reasonably
0: funny. It's a funny joke. <laughs> uh, let's get into thinner, man. What do you say? Okay. Speaking of food. Uh, uh, all right, on. you should see a couple Paramount stars cut starting to swoop in. Yeah, we'll count one, two, three, then say play. On play, you play it. One, one two, two, three, three play. play. Uh, wait a second, pause it. We're not. It didn't oh, go. Why didn't it Christ. go? Because you're still on the sub- subtitles thing.
1: We're watching it with subtitles, so we can just like watch, you know, hear what they're saying. Yeah. The oh wait, I know what
0: to do. One, two, three, play. Nope, didn't go oh, again. God. Well, what the hell is wrong with this? All right. Uh, all right, guys, ready? One, two, three, play. Okay, it still didn't go. <laughs> Hold on a second. Listen. Wow. Just get back to that first All right, first go back second. to the beginning. You should be two seconds in at
1: most. You got it paused, and now we're going to go one, Oh, two. wait a second. Give him a chance to
0: rewind it back. <laughs> this is brutal. this is just brutal this is the stuff people like this is the real stuff if this is
1: the first one people are listening to they're never coming back
0: well hey we don't want you then yeah that's true scram okay ready one One, two two, three play play. there we go now we're rolling i don't know if the subtitles are going to be on pat we the, the problem the reason we were having problems is because pat wants to have subtitles on Because we talked through the movie, and we wanted to be able to see what was uh, being said. said, Pretty reasonable. In case we weren't listening. Uh, And I couldn't get it off of the subtitle thing. Uh, I saw Thinner for the first time probably 15. My friends and I always thought the preview was hilarious when the old gypsy goes,
2: Thinner.
0: My friend Jim, who we've mentioned quite a few times in this podcast, used to always say that when we were in high school. Yeah.
1: I got to tell you, I would love somebody to curse me Thinner. Not to do any work. Wow. And then, you know, you cut it off at a reasonable time. Gypsies are usually pretty cool about cutting off a curse when you ask them nicely, as we'll learn.
0: Now, uh, right off the bat, I'm excited. Your boy Tom Holland made this movie. Why is he my boy? Tom Holland is a director. Can you not, uh, are, you not are you unfamiliar with anything Tom Holland has done? I thought Tom Holland did, like, uh, Larry Sanders' show and stuff like that, or am I crazy? The Larry
1: Sanders show? I thought he was a TV director, but maybe I'm wrong. Malcolm in the Middle?
0: Are we talking about the same Tom Holland? I think you're
1: thinking about Savage Steve Holland, who directed Better Off Dead.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Who is Savage Steve Holland?
1: He Well, he, I just said he did Better Off Dead.
0: That's the guy's real
1: name. Sav- yeah, Savage Steve Holland.
0: Savage Steve Holland. Was he a wrestler before he directed no. films?
1: No, he did One Crazy Summer, Better Off Dead, a few others. All like a very heightened comedy style. And they would actually put the word savage. Look, yes. Like Macho the, Man Randy.
0: That's insane, man. Uh, that's fucking insane.
1: Who was Tom Holland?
0: Tom Holland directed, uh, I believe, Fright Night.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. That's correct.
0: I like Fright Night, and there's, I actually kind of like the
1: remake of Fright
0: there's Night. There's also an, an English actor named Tom Holland. Is that the kid that's playing Spider Man? Yeah, it is. Oh. The actor named. Uh, I'm so glad they're rebooting that again. Are you? fuck no you and i saw that second spider-man It's a train wreck terrible
1: yeah. i sat next to the Aridge, the og spider-man toby Maguire, at a mexican restaurant the other night
0: How, did you talk to him about spider-man
1: no i didn't uh it was him and his wife who i gotta say i i, I guess this is pretty commented on not a traditional uh hollywood type lady like, is, I think she's, like, his high school sweetheart. Like, he fucked everyone in the world. He, he was in the DiCaprio pussy posse where they fucked everything that moved. And then I guess he just called his high school sweetheart and was like, hey, I
0: got it out of my system. You want to come back? Well, that's why I was sad to hear these uh, Matt Damon divorce rumors swirling because he's married really? to, like, his high school sweetheart. Are they swirling? Joe, uh, you're,
1: you're right out of the pages of an Us Weekly this week. <laughs>
0: You go to the grocery store. That's or something? where I saw it in the grocery store. Oh, okay. It was on the cover or something. But I mean, <laughs> I, I find Joe that just said Matt Damon divorce rumors are swirling. <laughs> I find that the gossip rags are often true. All right, it often comes true. Look at Sheen, Charlie oh, Sheen. God, that's they were a sad saying story. that it is sad. Speaking but of thinner, they, oh come on. All right, I didn't feel great about it, but it's right there. They were saying that for for years. Is the, this his wife? Uh, yeah, that's his wife. Okay. Well, this guy is a handsome chap when he's not in the fat suit, Robert John Burke. You know what? I got to say, in the fat suit, I find him a handsome chap. <laughs> I'd, You're kind of feeling it. I'd like to lay next to this guy. That, that shake that his wife just made him. Now it starts on the, with a fat man. That's the whole premise of this movie, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, but that shake looks like it has about twelve hundred calories. And for some reason, the daughter looks to be half black. Yeah. <laughs> Two what, completely white-bred parents. can pretty much guarantee she's a good-looking gal these days. Uh, mildly creepy, but I I know what you I mean. I think she's 15, 16
1: here when I would have been 15, 16. So I'm still going back to the age when I saw it. Looks nothing like either parent. No, not at all. Or, or even in their race, as, as you said. <laughs> what I always wonder is, like, you you see thinner where you see like uh, Nutty Professor, like a movie where the whole thing is this guy's a huge fat guy, and everybody's laughing at him, or you know, that's the plot hinges on him being fat. And you go see this movie. What if you're fatter than him? Wouldn't it make you feel really uncomfortable, or would it?
0: Well, they 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 go to the. You know, I mean, they, they they try to go to a certain extreme. He he's three hundred plus pounds in this. Well, he's three hundred. We just saw which he lied to his wife said he was two ninety seven. He's a big guy. I mean, yeah. it's I don't think the average heavyset person is is under is any illusions. 6'3", 300. Those boys had, they were didn't have any illusions. <laughs> Pulp fiction. Yeah. Uh, now, who? What's this guy's name? You know his name. Robert John Burke, I believe is his name. Robert John Burke. This is Joe Montaigne, of course. Fat Tony. From yeah. What is Robert John Burke also in? This is the only thing I've ever seen him in.
1: He's in kind of a lot of shit. It's mostly like T V kind of stuff. You know? I, I think, think he's, he's in, in like, you know, Chicago Hope. Hope, Fire, Dentist, one of the one of those.
0: <laughs> I think he's
2: a terrific. Chicago actor.
1: Mercy.
0: I like him. Yeah, this grease ball. That's a slur, I believe. Oh shit, is it? think it's a slur i didn't even mean italian i mean it looks greasy uh well it is a trial for mobsters oh is it well yeah look. D- you just saw joe Montana. what else is going on i thought he was an attorney no he plays a mob boss in this okay so clearly i don't When has joe Montana ever not played <laughs> yeah a That's mob a guy of some kind i don't think i've ever seen him play anything else
1: it's a good point
0: house of cards great joe Montana film
1: i love house of cards david man yeah Joe Montagna was the original Ricky Roma on Broadway.
0: He's terrific. He has a story about opening night, the actor's, the actors, the uh, actors curse or whatever it's called. He mm-hmm. forgot all his lines on stage opening night. Oh Jesus! Went blank. It's a lot of lines too. I mean, I think he recalled them, but he had a yeah. moment of going severely blank. Now, Joe, do you think uh, the same
1: gypsy? who By the way, made this guy thinner this put the, the
0: actor's curse on him. Hold on a second. Let me finish my I, goddamn joke. I got the joke, but we're going to miss this. Oh. P- Pat just in the last scene goes, I didn't even know they were Italian. It cuts now <laughs> to a scene of them on a speedboat with a gray-haired woman serving them food. Serving them not, they... not just food. It's like a giant spaghetti meat <laughs> Cl- <laughs> Clinking red wine glasses. Stogies. Yeah. Toasting wine on a speedboat. All right, now I understand.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I think I have both read Thinner and seen Thinner, and I did not remember any mafia element at all.
0: I never read the book. I I, I always wondered if this was in the book.
1: Thinner follows the book pretty carefully, but I remember the book just being a much better version. Written by McDowell, who also wrote Beetlejuice, or co-wrote Beetlejuice.
0: The screenplay, not the book.
1: Oh, yeah, the book was written by Stevie King.
0: Yeah. Steve King,
1: Steve King. I watched a pretty entertaining horror movie this week on the indie side called We Are Still Here. Uh, and it was a horror movie that came out I believe this year 2015 and if you're a horror fan, I urge you to check it out. It's short, it's fun, it's scary. Uh and it's like a you know like a creepy like main haunted house kind of movie. Okay. But like it goes insanely gory, which those movies never are. I love it, and it wound up being a good
0: mix. It was really fun. Where'd you see it? I rented it Netflix. I still get the uh, the red envelopes. Uh, I'd love to. Uh, I'd love to. You're still doing hard disk. I do uh, still one still at doing a time. Hard mail Netflix. God bless you.
1: Sometimes something comes out, and I just want to. I want to see
0: it. Or, or like, if something's not on streaming, I get it. God bless you. you Going for a nice bleeding. Yeah, I like a Blu-ray. Watch a hard copy Netflix. Plus, you
1: know, like, even if you return it four times, which would be low, you're getting each movie for about two bucks. You can handle two bucks.
0: I just, I, I have so many DVDs of my own that I've never watched. Yeah,
1: streaming—they're they're certainly not sponsoring us. I think we can all agree Netflix streaming uh,
0: doesn't have the greatest selection. A lot well, of times. I time. guess they will never be sponsoring <laughs> us now.
1: I mean, or they could actually up their thing and listen to their customers. But like, uh, we tried to watch a Friday the Thirteenth. We we're going to do a special Friday the Thirteenth podcast. Uh, we're like, yeah, we'll watch one of the numerous Friday the 13th movies that have to be on Netflix streaming, and there were zero.
0: I couldn't believe there wasn't one. How hot is this gypsy, by the way? I
1: actually just stopped talking because I <laughs> fell in love with her. <laughs> Much it's, like a, a, a gypsy curse. Is that Carrie Wurr?
0: I, uh, I don't know. Let me look it up. That's why I have the iPad in is. here.
1: I saw her in the credits. I think it's got to be her. Who's Carrie Wurr? She's just a hotbed they announced today that they're well they've been remaking Baywatch for about a decade but they're doing the movie Baywatch and the star will be Dodario. Yeah, I mean maybe the best-looking woman alive. She's my favorite Alexander Dodario from True Detective.
2: Yeah,
0: greatest nudity in TV history and she, perhaps film history. She might be my favorite woman that's ever existed. I actually when I saw that today in the in the old movie trades, yeah, I googled You're reading your variety out on the veranda. Yeah. I Googled her name plus boyfriend <laughs> and was legitimately oh. sad to find out that she did have a boyfriend. Who's she dating? You thought you had a chance. Uh, I don't know if I thought I had a chance. I just, I just, I don't know. Who's I she just, dating? Is it one of those Christina
1: Hendricks things where it's like kind of a nerdy dude?
0: No, she's dating Percy Jackson. The oh, kid the played, lightning thief? Yeah, the kid that plays Percy Jackson. <laughs> the poor man's Harry Potter? Yeah, I said it. By the way, this is Carrie Werher. And look what she's doing. In, oh. shes we Were got, her right here, I would ask her to be my life mate. We got her in uh, these That's pictures, books, uh, sorry, these red carpet pictures, and she's doing the whole gypsy thing in those, too. She looks like they got her wet on the red
1: carpet, like threw a bucket on her.
0: What is she from, Baywatch? I know her from a
1: great movie I've mentioned on this podcast before called King of the Ants that no one in America has seen, but it's kind of a horror movie.
0: Isn't it a Shatner film? Is she? No. Oh.
1: You asked me that last time too. We're having the exact same conversation. We are. It's not. It's a uh, Lovecraft adaptation from Stuart Gordon, director of Reanimator. Oh my God! What's happening?
0: And it's not the. It's not a remake of the Shatner film. Did I ask you that too? It's uh, definitely not. It's okay. a
1: really disturbing, unsettling, like realistic horror, kind of like a thriller type too.
0: She was also in Sharknado two, mm-hmm. Anaconda. The original Anaconda? Yeah. Uh, Eight-Legged Freaks.
1: That's a powerhouse cast, the original Anaconda. Sliders. The show with Jerry O'Connell?
0: Yeah. Eight-Legged yeah. Freaks with David Arquette. Who so She only does Big Spider shit. A lot of Big Spider stuff. Yeah. Uh, David Arquette is the star of Eight-Legged Freaks, and he is also, as you pointed out to me, I just saw the billboard the other day, playing Sherlock, Sherlock Holmes. Holmes in a one-man show. We have to go.
1: We sh- I wish we could do
0: a live podcast from the balcony of... Sherlock Holmes. It's supposedly a comedy. Yeah, I'm sure it's hilarious. I'm still confused by it, though. Not Joe, I don't know. It's like some sort of interactive theater experience where David Arquette plays Sherlock Holmes.
1: I've been sent a lot of material about the Sherlock Holmes. I am on some mailing list that gets me Sherlock Holmes mailers. Really? Yeah, that's why I brought it up. I got like 12 emails about it. It's one of those things where Living Social is like, do you want a 50% off ticket? How about a 60% off ticket? Two weeks later, how do you feel about a 75% off ticket? (laughs) Why haven't we gone? We should go. We should go.
0: I'm 100% in.
1: I think we'd be like, this will be hilarious. And then two minutes in, we're like, all right, let's go.
0: I'm just so curious of what it could be. It's just such an odd thing. Yeah. such an odd thing. Now, this is a handjob scene in the movie. His, uh, wife, uh, his wife is going to give him oral sex in the car here, which this I found strikingly out of character for the wife character. There's Steve King. There's Stephen King, which means Such he approves of this adaptation. Yeah. But not The Shining. No, not The Shining. He he prefers the Stephen Webber. Vert. We've talked about that. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. This guy uh, is one of the most disgusting characters I've ever seen in a movie. <laughs> Uh, this old gypsy man with a big sore on his nose.
1: Uh, since I have to mention the movie Parenthood and every one of these, there's also a blowjob scene in while driving in Parenthood. Steenberg and Martin. And I remember asking my mother, I watched it with my parents, what's going on? And I was, that, this is how, how good my family was with handling sex questions. No one answered me. <laughs> they just didn't answer. No one had made up an answer. They just kept staring blankly at the screen.
0: Yeah, <laughs> That movie has a blowjob scene in it?
1: Yeah. Uh, Steenbergen's sister says, whenever my, whenever Moranis gets tense, I blow him while he's driving. And later on, Steve Martin's super tense, and Steenbergen leans over, and then the next shot is a car crashed into a uh, telephone pole.
0: Isn't that a PG movie?
1: It's PG-13. I mean, you don't see uh, mouth penetration or anything like that.
0: Oh, really? You don't see full penetration? No, Maybe you Steve don't see Martin Martin just, film? like,
1: slurping and sucking. The, they uh, handle this pretty... Gruesomely.
0: Realistically, yeah. I like it. Yeah, me too. So, for those of you not watching, his wife giving him the blowjob led to them hitting this old gypsy woman in the street and killing her. Yep. And uh, this big guy, this fat guy, is a big-time lawyer, and now he's got to go on trial. And you can guess what's going to happen, Pat. I can guess. Maybe he's going to pull a few strings. Maybe he's not going to be honest about what happened in that car. Mm-hmm. And maybe he's going to beat the rap. And maybe, just maybe, that's going to lead to a curse. Yeah. What kind of curse? Gypsy curse. Thinner curse. Thinner curse. That's right. Ever, Ever been-
1: uh, gotten a uh, blowjob in a car?
0: No. But really? I- well, I have in a parked car. I have. I oh, never okay. not while we were driving.
1: I have. It's it's actually very difficult to focus well on on either <laughs> thing. <laughs> like you're not giving either a hundred percent.
0: I once got a blowjob in a in an elevator at a uh, Kinko's.
1: At a Kinko's.
0: Yeah. There was Why an, do they even have an elevator? There was an all night Kinko's in Manhattan, and a girl and I that I was, girl I was dating went went in with me to this elevator that was stationary; it didn't move, probably because it was three o'clock in the morning. And they didn't need the elevator. And uh, she blew me in it to completion.
1: You guys really put the kink in kink us.
0: Hey, <laughs> I can't believe I never thought of that. Uh, Shows you what a, kind of a comedy writer I am.
1: You sure it wasn't a Fed XXX? Oh, oh guys. Go. Go These are off the cuff. Go ahead.
0: Get a little UPS. <laughs> there you go. Jesus. I'm glad. I'm glad we grant. could collaborate here. we are all great. Uh, it was terrifying but exhilarating. And yeah. the moment of finish was triumphant. Sure. Well, it usually is. I mean, it was – I just felt like I had conquered – I wanted to tell the manager that I did it <laughs> just because I was so hey. proud we got away with it.
1: You know what I just did in your elevator?
0: So, he got off. Yeah. His judge, his big-time greased-up judge friend, Right.
1: Who was the uh, the guy sucking you off in the elevator?
0: Who <laughs> it was a uh, it was a very nice girl. She got married, I believe. Let's let's leave her name out then. I'm not going to say her name, but she got married years ago, and she was a lovely girl. It's a crazy thing to to sit there. You know, you you, you look at your
1: your lovely wife of 30 years, and you know, at some point, she probably blew somebody in a Kinko's elevator. That, this is just w- the life in which we live. This is just,
0: this is the hard, cold truth of uh, of the world we live in.
1: The old days, you marry married at 18, no one ever touched her. Everyone's terrible at sex, you never learn, and you divorce 40 years later.
0: Now, our, man, be. our main man's been cursed thinner at this point. Ooh. Yeah. <whistles> He's down to 280. He probably just thinks it's all the stress. He's, well, he thinks, oh, this is just great. I'm just at, losing weight. You think we got enough
1: potato chips there to... Put across the thing that he's fat. Look at
0: this. He well, I liked when he came out of the. I liked earlier when he came out of the trial of the mob boss eating Doritos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, if that guy was my lawyer, I'd be like, you think you can hold off on the Doritos? Yeah. Till you get home,
0: hey, Tubby. That's my mob guy, getting mad at his fat lawyer.
1: This guy does exactly what I do. Hey, I'm down 20 pounds. Think I'll eat?
0: Yeah, I do that too.
1: Stupid. It's stupid every time. Then you get back up and you're like, "What the fuck was I thinking?"
0: I have a I have a light Damn day it, and Pat. I go and I eat. Uh, you know, I go get fried chicken as a yeah, celebration of a
1: reward, and then you never get that chiseled lean body that you and I deserve. You that know, people expect really from a Pat Walsh and a Joe DeRose.
0: <laughs> I'm just never going to have a hard body. I have accepted it, and I'm fine with that. I'm yeah. fine with us. We pleasantly- both have a lot of
1: sex with each other and others. <laughs> you don't have to have a chiseled body.
0: I'm I'm plenty happy with with having a gently soft body. <laughs> sure. You ever I, see
1: the movie Hard Bodies on USA up all night or otherwise? No, what's it about? Uh it's your standard TNA movie but it's a really good one because it was Italian. It was uh you know funded by Italians but made in America. It's just your standard Spring Break movie. But it had a real, even even for like an 80s tit flick, real liberal nudity. It's called Hard Bodies. They made a Hard Bodies 2, of course. Anybody of note in it? I don't think so. I don't think so.
0: Now, 80s movie, they just uh, they just remade Zapped.
1: Really? Starring who?
0: Uh, a girl.
1: And she's like looking at dongs? Here's What's the what, point of doing a female zap? No offense. But here's
0: what kills me about that it's somebody saying like oh let's do like the feminist thing and remake it now with a girl and it's like a girl if you found the male one despicable the girl version isn't any better it's still the same person doing despicable shit
1: yeah right well all i remember that they did in zap was look under girl's towels and dresses did they do what they did what else did they do they
0: probably shouldn't have been doing that yeah it was that's Scott what they Baio used their and... powers for so is this girl going to be looking at dogs is my question i don't know I didn't see it, Pat. I didn't research it. I didn't even bother to read about it.
1: It stars Scott Bayo and Willie Ames, who later went on, or maybe before went on, to star on Charles in Charge.
0: I wonder if they make cameos in the remake of Zapped. Oh, God can only
1: hope. Bayo, I was so happy when I saw him in uh, Arrested Development. He had great timing. He was funny. It's a, it's a recurring theme on this podcast. I
0: love a comeback. Who does he play? He was Bob Loblaw. Bayo? Yeah. Uh, You know, I never saw a lot of the Arrested Developments. Oh, Joe. Hold on. I'm looking up Zapped on my iPad here. I want to see more about this remake. It's, uh, here we go. Here we go. Uh, 1982. Oh, God. It's a Disney Channel original movie. What is? The Zapped remake.
1: Oh, Well, then what if the kids seek out the original and see that it's softcore porn?
0: It's based on a book called Boys or Dogs. Uh, Let's see here. Is this a remake?
1: Is there an exclamation
0: point at the end of Zapped? Uh, If so, then it's a remake. No, but it's called Zapped, and the Z is like a lightning thing. Okay, it could be something different. Well, hold on. I'll, I'll look it up. Well, only one of us can look up at a time, Pet. I'm not looking it up. You can't look up on your phone. You're, every time I look over to you on your iPad, I'm trying to just be here with you, be present. I'm just trying to get us some, uh, you know, some info. You need the... Okay, it's, it's. I guess it's not a remake. Okay, well, now i got to take back everything I just said. Okay. But there's the original poster with them pulling up a girl's yeah. dress with static electricity,
1: right? Yeah, I bet it was pitched... I think it came out in, like, 81. I bet it was pitched, like, as... Carrie, but a comedy. They use it, yeah, to look up girls' skirts. It's Porky's meets Carrie. Here's your check. No, I, I got a whole story. I don't need to hear it. Here's your
0: check. It says uh, telekinetic powers. Yeah, that's what he used them for.
1: Let me take this opportunity to recommend a great little pop punk band in the vein of Weezer called Telekinesis. They're really good. That's all. What band? Never they have a, a fantastic, almost perfect album called, I think, 12 Desperate Lines. That would be the place to start. Okay. It's the one guy. He plays all the instruments, writes all the songs. The insanely catchy, like two-minute pop-punk songs. He does them all on his own.
0: They're very like early Weezer. Check them out, Telekinesis. That's amazing. All right, I'm in. The, uh, they do a very good job in this film of showing the gradual weight loss. They do. I, I buy it. And I don't think it was nominated for the Makeup Oscar. Of course not. Because no matter what, horror and comedy don't get taken seriously. True. This fat guy, too. Really bothers me. He's looking good. He is. Have you seen Spectre yet? No. Is that guy (laughs) Inspector?
1: No, it's just not good. Oh, Inspector. That was weird. Spectre uh, has an amazing opening and a couple decent scenes throughout. Otherwise, it's pretty shitty. You don't see the villain till like two hours into a two-and-a-half-hour movie.
0: Christopher Waltz? Yeah.
1: He, at some point, you're like, what am I following here? There's not even a... And then he shows up at the very end.
0: I just don't, don't have a big James Bond interest. I never have. Same
1: here, Joe, and I always try to convince myself I do, but I don't. I mean, you went to see the Peanuts movie the other day. Saw so Peanuts movie alone. That's where I'm at. Whew. But I always loved
0: Peanuts. Oh, my God. It was really not a good movie. Of course it wasn't. It was a CGI Peanuts movie. Yeah. What the hell did you think was going to happen? But
1: then they also, like, will superimpose the black and white comic strips next to the CGI action. Like, somebody thought that was a cool
0: idea, or else Charles Schultz, Beyond the Grave, was like, you have to do this. Well, I think that is kind of a cool idea. That was the only part that sounded kind of neat.
1: They did, when they do it once, you're like, oh, that's cool. And then by the end, you're like, stop taking me out of the story by imposing drawings on it. Not that I was into the story, because there wasn't really a story. But.
0: This was a misstep, by the way, on the prop department's part. He had corn on his plate already, and he points for another piece of corn. Why would well, you do that? You can't eat two things of corn? But why wouldn't you just eat the first one and then ask for another one?
1: All right, Joe.
0: You know what I mean? I guess. You know? He's gluttonous. But it's... (laughs) He's... (laughs) I always like that part. He pulls a piece of meat off his lap and then eats it. (laughs) Did you see that? I've done it. But it was like a nice long piece. It really worked. Look at this.
1: Here's his dessert. All right. Not that you and I have a great deal of self-control. What
0: do you eat if you have a week where you know you can just do whatever you want? Um... I don't know. Uh, I mean, I kind of eat whatever I want all the time.
1: Yeah. I don't. I probably shouldn't be doing which that. Which doesn't, sh- doesn't show, but I really do try to regiment myself. I have a salad every fucking day for lunch. I have a juice every fucking day for breakfast. But I slip up. Well,
0: what do you have for dinner?
1: I tend to not eat dinner. Um, but, you know, on the week when the weekend comes around, you know, people are like, let's go do this. Let's go do that. You go get some drinks. You do this. You do that. What is I your I have uh, terrible genes? I do what, my
0: best. What is your what is your you know biggest guilt meal? Um.
2: Yeah,
1: I, I don't know that I have one thing. I think if I could eat anything, it would be like a sheet cake from Ralph's. <laughs> uh, but I don't do that. See, but you're big on like, let's go over to the grocery store and get a piece of cake.
0: <laughs> Wait a second. Slow down this conversation. Let's back it up just a bit.
1: I've never purchased a sheet cake and eaten it. I'm saying that's what I would eat if I had the thinner curse.
0: You're saying you'd eat a whole sheet cake.
1: If I had the thinner curse and could eat whatever I want, my first move would probably be something in the sheet cake family. What? what (laughs) And definitely not like the stupid Cool Whip frosting, but the good like. Although,
0: like a red velvet with the, like a cheese. Definitely
1: not red velvet cream either. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. I'm talking about like a child's birthday party sheet cake, which you get like in an office when somebody has a birthday.
0: That's gross. I, I can't believe that's the cake. I love a cake, but I can't believe that's the cake you'd go for. I'd go for like a double chocolate. No,
1: nah, I have no interest in that. But now, if somebody brings in one of those, with like the icing flowers or whatever, like we had at my house for my birthday party, I get one spoon of that icing and I want to just go into a coma and die.
0: I, I think it's disgusting. It just tastes like sugar.
1: It is, but like, you know certainly but, when I was a kid I was like, How do I get my hands on some of these?
0: To me, nothing beats a Duncan Hines chocolate cake. Yeah. Or a Betty Crocker chocolate cake and with the pancake and then you put the chocolate frosting on it.
1: it just sounds very boring to me. Oh,
0: it's so good, man. It's so good. No, I'm my, my biggest Achilles heel is the old, you know, like fried chicken, sure. Ribs. Which actually, I got to be honest, I think has helped me in some way weight-wise over the years because it's it's not good for you, obviously, food, but it's not sugar-heavy.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So even if you're eating fried chicken as your shit meal, you're still at least getting the protein of the chicken and stuff. There is some value to it.
1: I, at some point, I used to have a pretty extreme sweet tooth, and at some point I kind of lost it, which is great because you just start to feel gross about any sugar at all as you get older
0: mine's grown over the years but uh i still don't have an amazing one which is why i won't eat those damn yams at thanksgiving
1: sure i love i love the yams i would go like restaurant wise i think i could shit house like some some pizza maybe would be good you know just i i'd love to have this curse is what i'm saying
0: i don't i don't think you would pat he gets frighteningly thin. I don't remember how
1: it ends. I don't want you to tell me.
0: And it's my hats off to the actor because he he really does get kind of skinny in this. Yeah. You know. Now he doesn't get McConaughey skinny, but he gets skinny.
1: Now, do you think they did Castaway style where he went away and lost the weight, or do you think he played the whole movie rail thin and just they kept adding makeup to him throughout? It's probably smarter to like wait. take six weeks off production. Wait, when that's wait. hard on a crew. Like, is he this entire time, is he rail thin and they just keep taking makeup away? Right. Or is he normal and then once they need him to lose weight, he went away for four weeks and lost a ton of weight?
0: I don't know. That's a good question. I always wonder how they do that. I, I was There's that one episode of It's Always Sunny where called How Mac Got Fat. Right. And it starts with him fat. The wraparound is him fat in confession. Yeah. And then the story is when he's in shape. And I was always like... How did they do that?
1: They just thought of that ahead of time, basically, and, and shot the scenes ahead of time.
0: Yeah, but I was like, what if he never got, what if he failed in getting fat? Yeah,
1: well, the then they wasted that time and energy. I think he knew that's what I want to do for this entire season. But
0: what if he wasn't able to do it?
1: Everybody's able to get fat.
0: I don't think it's as easy for some people. Yeah. You know, and he's a pretty in shape fella. You know? It is
1: super genetic. That's It's really, really shitty.
0: This part's scary where the he now he's at the judge's house here and he's talking to the wife and he's saying I haven't seen the judge where is he and she you you this is where you find out that the judge was cursed lizard
1: They and, cursed him lizard Yeah and, and he became a
0: lizard He's growing she's she's talking about remember the judge had that like scaly thing on his chest Yes There that's she's telling him like that turned into like scales What did the old jip say to you Is that what he just
1: said? That's what she said.
0: That's a slur, isn't it?
1: I didn't know anyone ever said gyp in that context. Like, it's short for gypsy.
0: Yeah, that's why somebody goes, you gypped me.
1: I know that you're not supposed to say that anymore.
0: No, I know, but I'm saying that's what that is.
1: But how can it be a slur if, like, you've never encountered a gypsy in your entire life? Who's it offending?
0: Gypsies are real people. It's of Greek origin, is it not?
1: I guess. But it's not a Greek slur; it's a slur against Gypsies. What's that? It's not a slur against Greeks; it's against Gypsies.
0: Well, I'm just saying, like, like, if I, like if
1: if somebody was like, "Hey, that's a slur against leprechauns," I'd be like,
0: "Yeah, I've never well, met a leprechaun,
1: so who cares?" I think
0: it's more like how Sicily is part of Italy. Okay, and you're Sicilian. If you insult the Sicilian, you sold, in the, Sicilian, if you've been sold in the Sicilian. You're still insulting Italians, maybe. Something like that. Does All that right. make sense? Yeah, I guess.
1: I didn't realize you worked for the Gypsy Coalition, Joe.
0: I'm just asking. I'm just asking. I love he calls the mob boss and goes, "Do you believe gypsies can curse people?"
1: This this sort of shit in movies like two gorgeous girls staring longingly at Joe Montana, well, and we a, just believe this shit.
0: He's a mob boss,
1: and the girls want to be with a mob. Well, I guess they want to be with Tony Soprano.
0: I mean, yeah, it's 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 the green that gets them wet, pet. <laughs> All right. You know what they say where there's fresh green, there's dew oh, on the flowers.
1: <laughs> I've heard grass in the field play ball. I've never heard uh, the other one.
0: That's something my Nana told me when I was very young.
1: She told you the green dew no, thing. Okay. Oh, OK.
0: Jesus Christ, Pat. I'm kidding.
1: I don't know your Nana. She could be a freak.
0: This guy's losing weight at rapid speeds, and his wife is still not concerned. There's still no part of her that's like, I think he might be sick.
1: Why don't they do the scene where he's like, let's bone down. I'm all thin now. Like, they did that in the clumps. He was like, I can see my dick.
0: I think uh, he's freaked out at this point. The man at this point has lost about 150 pounds, (laughs) and he thinks that he's got... And he thinks he's got like cancer or something. Yeah,
1: I wonder if not that Robert John—he's a good actor—but I wonder if they tried to go after like thousands of big actors in Hollywood, and they wouldn't do the weight loss. They had to go after bigger actors than Robert John Burke for the lead in this
0: movie. I don't know. I mean, this is theatrical th- this release. This type of movie didn't pull in a major star in the eighties. All right. You know, look at the other King adaptations: uh, uh, Night, uh, Pet Cemetery.
1: Yeah, true.
0: Uh, Needful things.
1: That had Sidow and Ed Harris.
0: Sidow the main guy in Needful Things, the old guy. Yeah, he's the old guy. Oh, I didn't know that.
1: Ed Harris, Bonnie Bedelia.
0: Ed Harris and Bonnie Bedelia both in, uh, uh, I believe, in Creep Show. Is is Ed Harris? Ed Harris is in the first story of Creep Show. A young Ed Harris, I believe, it's his first film okay. role. Okay. What is this guy's
1: name? Who the doctor?
0: No, the actor. I want to look at Robert
1: up. John Burke. Robert 12,000 calories a day.
0: John Burke. And none of them are freaked out. Number the doctors are going, you eat over 12,000 calories <laughs> a day and you're still losing weight. It's incredible. It's like if I was a doctor, wouldn't wouldn't you be like Clearly, you've got a disease that we don't have on the books yet.
1: Yeah. Well, plus losing weight that fast is terrible for your heart.
0: Oh, he looks good these days, man. Yeah, he kept it together. He's got like a rugged, like older... What, like, big show is he in now? Because I think he's in a... Uh, Well, he was on Rescue Me. There it is. Yeah, he was the priest in Rescue Me, I think. He was in Limitless. Didn't see it. He was in True Story, the... Jonah Hill, James Franco vehicle,
1: maybe the worst movie of two thousand fifteen.
0: He was in RoboCop three. Yep, he played RoboCop. He took over for Weller. He did? I think,
1: unless I am mistaken.
0: Uh, let me see here. Uh, Jesus Christ! Frank Miller wrote the RoboCop. Was one of yeah. the writers on the RoboCop Cop three script? True story. There is a scene where
1: uh, Jonah Hill and Robert John Burke are walking down the worst location in film history like this like abandoned riverbed and they're walking down it and the camera is like going out of focus at one point you can't see either of their faces and it looks like if it was in a student film you'd be like guys you can't release this this is a major motion picture it was a terrible film
0: what is the what is the plot
1: well it's a true story Uh, And actually, at the end, when they cut to the real guy that Jonah Hill played, it's the first time in movie history where the actor was worse looking than the person he was playing. (laughs) I was like, wow. So I wonder how this pretty normal looking guy felt about having Jonah Hill play him.
0: Oh, that's right. Now, this is where he goes and visits the deputy that was also part of the lie. The uh, trial. The the, the deceitful trial. This guy's been cursed with, like, acne or something. Oh. This is... He doesn't oh. look good. He doesn't no, look
1: good. He Doesn't. That's uh, Kruger from Seinfeld.
0: Yes, he's got a lot of shit on his face here. Mm-hmm. And the act, and this guy's going to say, you know, they he the guy touched. I forget what he says. He doesn't. He doesn't say acne. That's not. A, that's not a good curse word. She is it?
1: cursed no. me,
2: zits.
0: <laughs> yeah, I forget. I think maybe it's boils or something. Okay, but wait a second. Um, back to True Story. What uh, what is the plot? True Story
1: is a true story. The Jonah Hill character is a actual author. Um, he decided to go in and interview the James Franco character, who's basically like a sociopath who kind of like plays Jonah Hill from inside jail. He's like conv- convicted of murder or something. It's really really bad. And just, like, badly shot. You could tell they both thought it was going to be their big Oscar shot. It's not good.
0: What's the What are the performances like?
1: Jonah Hill is, like, really earnest. Like, at every scene, he's trying not to be funny instead of acting.
0: Uh, is he good at it?
1: No. And uh, Franco isn't great in it either.
0: I it's I have a hard time taking Franco seriously outside of anything where he's Ooh. not. Oh, there you go. There's a good look at the guy's face. Let's see what his curse is.
1: Where he's not a stoner?
0: Yeah, I can't.
1: I got to tell you, I'm not a huge, serious Franco fan by any means, but one of the few movies that has made me cry, 127 Hours. I loved it uh, very much.
0: I, uh, I'm i a big fr- Franco fan. I just like him as a goofy guy.
1: Yeah, I agree. I
0: had a hard time with him in, in Oz the Great and Powerful. I just didn't believe uh, that he, was, he fucking, was a con man. No, the movie was terrible. Yeah, it was not Sam Raimi's best. No.
1: Loving that new Evil Dead show. Ash I, versus the Evil Dead. I'm dying to see it, man. It's, I, it's a, hilarious. The action's great. I love it.
0: I don't have fucking stars, so I can't watch it.
1: Yeah, the pilot is really, really good.
0: And it's not on a. Uh, it's not on a uh, what's it called? Uh, Netflix.
1: Well, you, I know you can watch the pilot free online, but not the other ones.
0: How, where do you watch it on online?
1: Right, just Google "watch it for free" and it'll pop up.
0: I, I did he say yet what he was cursed with? No. It's not good looking. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad, right?
1: Yeah. So everybody involved with this
0: hit and run gets cursed. It's the three of them. Yeah. That's different in the. It's different in the book. Um. Hold on, I'm gonna. Whoa. Now, the zit guy just killed himself. (laughs) Or he popped a zit, one of the (laughs) others. I'm going to go back here, because uh, even with the subtitles on, we missed what his goddamn curse was. Hey, guys, I'm also going to tell you, because I only
1: mentioned it at the very end of one podcast, that our opening theme, written and performed by Joe DeRosa, it's a very catchy song.
0: Thank you, Pat. That's very nice.
1: Sure. And uh, as always, thanks to the fans who reach out. We love your comments. I'm going to single out someone who goes by SLO Jen, who's always like almost does a commentary on the podcast through Twitter. And it makes us feel like we're being heard. It makes us feel special and happy.
0: It is very nice, isn't it?
1: Thank you, SLO Jen.
0: It is very nice. Boils. So his was uh, Duncan becomes mutated with large boils. Okay. Now, here's what I want to find. Differences from the book. Because in the book I think it's three different it's two different curses. I don't think it's boils. I think it's uh I think it's something else, pet. And I can't remember. This is the hard part about doing research and being a co host, you know? It's
1: mm-hmm. well no, if you had done research, you'd know all this prior to the podcast. Well that's what research is.
0: But <laughs> Why can't you but what do? is he eating now? He's eating the carcass. He's just picking up a turkey carcass yeah, and just eating meat off of it.
1: You ever get the, like, a? that's something I always find healthy. Maybe it's not as healthy as I think, but, like, getting a rotisserie chicken at the grocery store?
0: I do it all the time.
1: I do it all the time, too, but what makes me so sick is obviously you're not eating the whole thing at once. The next day when the the chicken has, like, that disgusting thick
0: glaze on it, Mm -hmm. that's so gross to me. What is it? Uh, y- it's the fat congeals. Ugh. It's the grease congeals. So you got to peel it off. I do. Uh, but if you heat it up, it'll go away. I mean, it just will. Yeah, but that's so sick. It is gross. It's really gross. Um, all right, plot here. I'm in the book here. Okay. Uh huh. Uh, old man gets the scales, and then oh, Billy is cursed with horrifyingly extreme case of acne. Yeah, both all men right. eventually commit suicide. All right, I it guess it look is at all like acne. Uh, they made know, it a little actually. more like tumorous in this movie, yeah, which is pretty
1: gross. It's not. Lo- look up real quick. What I'm going to look it up. It's my turn. I want to know what was nominated for best makeup this year. I bet it's going to be like Elizabeth or something stupid like that. They never get. Gi- they never give these movies their due.
0: Yeah, no. This movie should. Uh, this movie should have been nominated. Now, what do you think of this wife number?
1: Do I find her attractive? Yeah, absolutely. I think I've seen her in something also. I don't know what it is, but what is this? Ninety six? I think it was ninety six.
0: Yeah, I uh, I just uh, was in a diner in New York. Who walks by? Chris Noth. For starters, sure. And then the I play guy played pool with him
1: once in New York.
0: The guy that played the bad guy in Dirty Work.
1: Christopher McDonald. Yes. Most people would have gone Shooter McGavin, Happy Gilmore. Shooter
0: McGavin as well, yes.
1: Uh, This movie has a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes.
0: That's bullshit. This is a good movie. I agree. I like this movie. I Just just said I agree. Well, I'm just saying I like it. I'm just saying that for myself.
1: Yeah. Uh, All right, 1996, thinner. The nominees were... Deservedly, Nutty Professor, which won. Uh huh. Ghosts of Mississippi, which I remember having particularly bad makeup.
0: What the hell was the makeup in that? It
1: was a Rob Reiner shithel movie.
0: What was the makeup in it, though?
1: Just like, I think James Woods played like an old racist. Everybody aged, <laughs> but the makeup was bad. As Who opposed to that now, he where, he's a, that yeah, part. where he's an actual old racist. And what Star Trek First Contact, which I guess had okay makeup.
0: What the hell is going on with James Woods, man? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm reading this stuff on Twitter. It's. I mean, I don't care that the guy's a Republican, but yeah. I mean, my God Almighty, he's calling people pigs and. Yeah. He's going nuts. He is he a Trump supporter? I'm sure he is. I mean, I'd bet money. I wouldn't be surprised if he was a Ben Carson supporter. Yeah. I mean, he is fucking way out, man. Yeah. Tweeted to Obama to put down the crack pipe. <laughs> I didn't see that. Yeah, now he's suing some guy because some guy called him a cokehead or something. I did know that. And, and you're
1: going to tell me, James Woods hasn't done more coke than you or I could ever hope to see in our lives. I mean, that is, that is look. What I'd actually, I take it back. I don't want to get sued.
0: Trying to sue the guy for ten million dollars. Yeah. <laughs> you can't do that.
1: Look, you played Lester Diamond. People are going to assume you've done coke once or twice.
0: I can't believe that's the guy that played Lester Diamond. Yeah. That's amazing to me. Can't believe that's the guy from John Carpenter's Vampires. Oh, I hate that movie! Terrible movie.
1: The running joke in that is that he asks, like, "Oh, what do you what do you got? A little wood? You got a little uh, teak? You got a little mahogany?" Yeah, to a priest. He lists different kinds of wood.
0: Yeah, it's to a priest too. Hey, Father, when I wrestled you to the ground there, did you did I feel that you had a little <laughs> mahogany?
1: <laughs> a little uh, little redwood, little oak.
0: I love that this is movie is. I didn't realize sponsored until- by burritos, Clearly. But I didn't realize that up until the late, mid to late 90s, Doritos were still in the old school bag with the clear front.
1: Cool Ranch.
0: When did they change it?
1: When I am done with this Hollywood life, maybe a a year and a half from now, (laughs) my goal is to purchase a ranch that I will call the Cool Ranch.
0: You didn't answer my question.
1: what What was your question? When did they switch the Doritos bag? I've never been a Doritos guy. I don't know.
0: I miss that clear bag, man. That was so much cooler than the one I hate the one they have now.
1: They're it's like a kind of an extreme bag now.
0: And it's been like that forever. And it yeah. makes it so much less fun, man. Yeah. I miss the old logo. It had a class at a time, you know. Now it's yeah. just it's just cheesy. Looks like snowboarders eat it.
1: We mentioned Rob Reiner. Last week I came over here to do the Friday the thirteenth and we didn't wind up doing it. But I was telling Joe last week. It was a bust week,
0: of a night, wasn't it? It really was. It was always nice to see you, though. Charlie. It was nice to see you too. But we sat down, had a drink, and then just didn't do it.
1: Yeah, uh, I went to a Writers Guild event. The hu- they picked the 101 funniest screenplays of all time. Number one was Annie Hall, which is not the funniest movie of all time.
0: But I don't, I don't argue that it could be the bet rank the best comedy of all time. Yeah, I, I think they it's... should
1: have just said comedy screenplays, funniest. I kind of threw me yeah, off. Yeah, that's a good point. But it was really cool, and they interviewed Zucker, Abraham Zucker. They interviewed the Fairley Brothers. They had all these writer. midnight Kingpin run. Kingpin anywhere on the list? No one said Kingpin. It was not on the list. Dumb and Dumber was. Give me a break. Something on Mary was. Give me a break. Well, give look, me a fucking break. I love both those movies. Kingpin is a funny movie. Look, they're sure. both
0: funny movies. There's no way they, they go both on without Kingpin.
1: I agree. but Kingpin is the funniest movie ever made. America doesn't. That I agree with as well, I think. Uh, but what I was going to say, Rob Reiner, who directed Ghosts of Mississippi, People forget the man had such a streak. He did. This is Spinal Tap. Misery. Stand by Me. Princess Bride. When Harry Met Sally. A mm-hmm. uh, few good men. Mm-hmm. Like just off the charts. Like every movie he made was great. Yeah. Now, not so much. A buddy of mine's working with him. He said he's great. Uh, and Rob Reiner hosted this event. He must be 70 years old. This guy was so fucking funny.
0: Yeah, well, he's Rob Reiner.
1: He did not. He didn't read anything off the paper he was supposed to read. He made fun of how shitty the event was. Like they, He's like, what are we doing, a PowerPoint presentation? <laughs> then they, they they list the movies. Like The list goes up, 100 down to 1, and they keep putting them up. And he goes, we're in one of the nicest movie theaters in America. Nobody thought to put a clip up. We're looking at blue, yellow text on a blue screen. He just was breaking everybody's balls. And the funniest part of the night... Was John Favreau goes up because they were honoring Swingers, which was like the number 100 movie, which is way too late in the list.
0: Yeah, there's no way Swingers is below something about Mary and, yeah. and Dumb and Dumber. I'm sorry.
1: The Hangover was number 30, folks. The Hangover. Come on. So, he go- I'm saying Hangover should be not on the list. I'm not I, saying No, yet. I agree. Yeah. Okay. So, and I like the Hangover. Fine. It's
0: fine, but it doesn't no, come on top 100. Give me a break.
1: Reiner uh, is standing up there and he looks pretty good. And he goes, Ladies and gentlemen, John Favreau. And Favreau comes up and he's huge. And eh, we just watched this clip where John Favreau is in a wife beater looking really cut with like muscles. And as he walks up, Rob Reiner goes, Look at you. Jesus Christ, you got fat. Holy cow. And then to have to walk up here right after we see that clip where you look so beautiful in such good shape. You got to do what I do. I've always been a little chubby. Then when you're chubby when you're 70, everybody's like, yeah, he was always chubby. You, you're 40 years old. You come up here looking like you're 300 pounds. It's crazy. My God, you put on a lot of weight. He goes on and on and on. Favreau did not laugh. Not at all. I wouldn't have laughed either. But the audience was roaring. It was really, really funny.
0: Favreau didn't laugh at
1: all? Well, he went up and he was like, oh, I'm so glad I came. Thank you for that wonderful... <laughs> but, you know, he didn't laugh, no.
0: Now, do you think he didn't laugh because he was offended or do you think he was just playing like the straight man?
1: Um, No, I think he was probably a little both. They had Peter Bogdanovich there. Right. Uh, who directed The Last Picture Show, one of my favorite movies. And Rob Reiner goes, first question i got to ask right out of the bag... Why do you think you can wear the ascot? <laughs> Why do you think you can pull that off? Like, every line he had was great.
0: <laughs> and he's killing with the audience, I assume.
1: The audience was roaring. That's great. Bogdanovich goes, well, actually, it's a, it's a bandana, not an ascot. And then Rob Reiner goes, oh, yeah, that's much less pretentious. <laughs> What's Gotta happening now? Th- this became an action movie? No, he's having a nightmare. Oh, Joe.
0: Good call. I mean, Pat, come on.
1: I am very frequently fooled by the nightmare.
0: So you're, you're, uh, you're, 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 you fall for that every time. Not every time. Things start going haywire and you go, this movie just went off the rails. You don't stop first to go, maybe this is a dream sequence.
1: If it's too ridiculous, I do. But if they're doing it with as they should be doing it, then
0: you can't tell. I mean, that was a scene of a lizard man driving into a tractor trailer. People are watching a horror movie. Being driven by a. Gypsy. <laughs> this is a
1: world where curses exist, Joe. All right, all
0: right. I'm just saying. All right. I'm just saying.
1: Uh, Now he's been kind of the same size for too long, I feel. Has he? I mean, he went from 300 to 150 in 20 minutes, and now he's been 150 for Working an hour. There.
0: Now he's getting a little gaunt. All right. That's the word, right?
1: Yeah, gaunt works.
0: Terrible vocabulary, Pat. Have I ever told you that?
1: Get a word of the day calendar.
0: I I've gotten them. I can't remember the goddamn words anymore. (laughs) Waste.
1: You don't need it. I mean, when somebody drops like some giant word talking to me, I'm like, get over your fucking self. I don't think, oh, this person's really cool because they got this huge vocabulary. I know a lot of words. You know, I was always really into language and shit. I'm not going to use them in conversation. And when they put them in movies. I'm never like, oh, good writing. I'm like, bad writing, because that's not how people talk.
0: My writing job, I, I work with an author, and uh, he uh, he drops some words sometimes, and not pretentiously. It's right. It's just the way he talks. And I literally, I'm like, so I'm like, what are you talking, What's, you, you need to sl- dumb it down a little bit. Yeah. Here. You got to use the context clues. And he's always nice. He will explain the word, and then apologize almost, like, sorry. Yeah but uh sorry you're so dumb yeah he'll say that then I'll get him against the wall <laughs> and call him a nerd give him Pants a him.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah uh,
0: our our man here our main character is in uh is in pursuit of the gypsies They're, he's gonna try to get the uh, the curse lifted is that what you would do try to get the curse lifted if you had the curse would you try to find the gypsies to get it lifted or would you just be like Yeah, fuck it. This is where we're at. If I thought I was
1: going to die, yeah, I'd try to reason with the damn gypsy, sure.
0: I don't think there are people to be reasoned with is the problem. I mean,
1: anyone can be reasoned with. She's a gypsy. I assume, I don't remember, I assume the gypsy asked him to do something for her to get the curse reversed, probably.
0: Well, where do you see? All right. Where do you see if they can be reasoned with? Because he's going to have an encounter with him, believe it or not, as you could imagine. I'm surprised it didn't go the route of
1: him going, oh, I wish I was thinner. <laughs> you know, like was the plot of all these movies back in the day.
0: And it, you mean like in big? Yeah. So you wanted this to just be big? Yeah. No.
1: <laughs> Phone booth. That dates it.
0: Let's look up the... Other cast members see what they're up to in this. Uh, is this podcast too low energy, people?
1: Again, Joe, they can't
0: answer us. They'll answer us on Twitter. Okay. What's going on in your life? Mine? Yeah. I'm just working on this uh, writing job right now for the. <laughs> uh, I'm working on a writing job. I'm very. T- that's holy cow what's up that's the daughter now she's now 34 so she's our age she's my age well i'm a little older she probably wants somebody closer to her age
1: how she, see exactly like when i said she was hot it was okay oh wow bethany joy lens <laughs> you look fantastic she's a member of the band everly i think i know that band She's What's married, oh, but divorced. What's Everly? I think they're like a pop band. Is that what she does now? I believe so. Let me look up. Acting. She was on Soap Opera. Uh, thinner. One Tree Hill.
0: <clears throat> I never saw One Tree Hill. I always thought it was a great horror title, but it's not a horror show. No. What's it Sh- about?
1: Cast in the new Shonda Rhimes drama. I don't know what One Tree Hill was about. I believe it starred Chad Michael Murray. I never watched it. I watched Dawson's Creek, and that's about as far as I went.
0: Is that part of the same family?
1: Yeah, along with Seventh Heaven, starring uh, convicted child molester. <laughs> <laughs> Again, you got to slip in a reference to molestation. <laughs> Who? Uh... That was some really weird shit. Like he's just showing his dick to children.
0: Yeah, it was upsetting. Come on man. It was very upsetting because I really like that guy.
1: Yeah, he was on Always Sunny.
0: Yeah, he's great on it. He and he, and you believe him. it. You're like he's the greatest guy that's ever lived, and then you fight. you hear those stories and you're yeah. like, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, One Tree Hill. Who who did you say was in One Tree Hill? Shad Michael Murray. Who the fuck is that? Some pretty
1: boy, you know? Some little bitch. He's like a big comedy reference guy. A lot of times, because he has three names.
0: I have no idea who he is. I've never heard of him. They're calling them
1: white men in ta- from
0: town, like it's Dances with Wolves or something. It's how the gypsies talk. All right. What do you want? You know. It's how the gypsies talk. The. Uh, now th- th- I told you they can't be reasoned with. He's trying to reason with the gypsies here, and they're not. They're not having it. See, What is this accent? He's a gypsy.
1: I don't think they did a lot of research into the gypsy community. hes It's gr- a Greek thing, I'm telling you. What are you looking at over there? Huh? Is that the daughter still?
0: Yeah, I'm looking up like... Oh, she's a
1: beautiful woman.
0: Actual pictures of her, like, you know, ca- more candid shots of her these days. 34, divorced. I love that she's divorced. This uh, is what happens.
1: i got to see her talking and, about... Know. The authenticity of gypsies. Joe's looking up nudie pics.
0: It's not nudie pics. Yeah, she's beautiful. She just looks like a nice lady. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say it. She was on Mary and Rhoda, which was the Mary Tyler Moore Rhoda reboot. I worked with Rhoda, lovely lady. She's still alive, right? She's hanging in there. Yeah,
1: she had brain cancer. She's hanging in And she's doing okay now. Yeah. You know, she had a ton of lines on her show. She got them down.
0: Valerie Harper. Yeah. Charlie Day was on that show. Really? Oh, yeah, the Mary Tyler N- The Mary and Rhoda right, show. Right, right, right. He was the mailroom kid. I never oh. I never knew they rebooted it. I think it was like
1: a made-for-TV movie, I thought.
0: Oh, I thought it was a sitcom. All right. I'm obsessed with this daughter right now. Yeah, I know. Uh, she's with a man named Wes Ramsey. Who, of course, is gorgeous. (laughs) And he's my age. Damn you. Damn you, Ramsey. Look at this guy. Missed
1: your chance again, Joe.
0: Look at this guy. Come on. Probably cheats on her.
1: Oh, God. Look at his hair and that hat. This one, he's got a
0: straw in his mouth. What is he an actor too? I mean, you know. Who the hell knows? Yeah, American actor. Uh...
1: Star of the Douche Awards. He
0: played in Charmed. Oh, God. Which I guess is where they
1: met. The Charmed One Tree Hill. Although she was married for about ten years, so
0: she must have remembered him from their Charmed
1: One Tree Hill days.
0: Is Charmed is not part of the One Tree Hill universe, is it?
1: It was like on the same night on the WB.
0: But Dawson's Creek, One Tree Hill, and Seventh Heaven are the same universe?
1: No, no, but they're all, they were all part of the WB deal.
0: Oh, I thought you were saying it was like the the like the, the, there was a crossover.
1: No, they made a lot of shows with the same kind of aesthetic.
0: She uh the gypsy just shot something through his hand with a fl- slingshot. How mad would you be
1: if somebody shot through my hand with a slingshot?
0: If a girl jumped out like she just did and yelled ho or whatever she yelled and shot a hole through your hand with a slingshot. I mean, I would be
1: it's a great question, Joe. I would actually be very angry.
0: I'd be furious.
1: Yeah. Cuz my hand would have a big hole in it.
0: Yeah. Well, it would hurt too.
1: Yeah, the pa- the pain part, I didn't even think about.
0: So now he's cursing them back.
1: Can he do that?
0: Well, you know what his curse is, don't you? No uh his curse is joe Montana.
1: his curse is joe Montana.
0: he's going to go to the, he goes to the mob guy now who who doesn't dabble in supernatural forces uh-huh he dabbles in maximum forces oh god so, oh yeah, he has him go rough him up yeah he's going to go now in the way the way the white man from town retaliates how long into this movie are we Pat, I'm going to be honest with you. I like the movie quite a bit. Not long enough.
1: <laughs> I was uh, tired as hell. Right, kind of losing my voice when this thing started, and now it's barely hanging in.
0: I'm tired as hell right now.
1: Well, we got we got a rally. We got to give these people what they want. We are. I just took my pants off.
0: <laughs> I got two more days of work this week, and then I'm off for the week for Thanksgiving. I can't wait. Beautiful. I can't wait. I can't wait to cook a bird for you and my closest friends well what are we gonna
1: watch for thanksgiving because eli ross thanksgiving is not a real movie
0: uh well if thanks killing is on here we could watch that is that a real movie yeah it's the one with like a killer turkey
1: oh god it's not on here probably
0: it used to be i don't know if it still is
1: thanks killing
0: um but i almost think we could watch like a uh like uh, like you know, there are so many great ones for Christmas. Yeah. I just feel like we could watch a Christmas one for Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. Yeah, you're right. Like, maybe we watch Black Christmas for Thanksgiving, and then we watch Gremlins or something for Christmas.
1: Right. Every Thanksgiving, I watch planes, Trains, Trans Automobiles, one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: My friend once said, if you don't cry in the last scene, you're not a human being.
1: I don't anymore, because I've seen it 80 times, but I did when I saw it first time. still gets me. Yeah, it depends on if I've had a... A frosty cocktail or two
0: certain movies still get me every time at the end malcolm x sure at the end always gets me
1: well Planes, Trains, and uncle buck get me if i allow my brain to think about john candy the, the actual man
0: what part in uncle buck makes you cry there's no sad part it's that final freeze frame i i miss john candy what's the final freeze frame in uncle buck he waves
1: he puts the whole family together it's got kind of the same ending as home alone really you he know, pu- he's he's washing them, the mom comes home, they're all hugging, he waves, they're gonna be okay, he's gonna be okay, he taught them something, they taught him something.
0: But it ends on a sort of like they upbeat- freeze frame on
1: his face. It just I, 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 I'm sad that his dad is all Joe. <laughs> is that all right?
0: He was not cursed thinner. Unfortunately. Too much? Oh, John Candy! I, see. Yeah. I thought you meant Joe Montaigne. No, it's John Candy.
1: Yeah, it's a bummer.
0: Joe Montaigne is his Simpsons character. That Tony. I mean, it's I, the, the, he's the only person on the Simpsons aside from Phil Hartman, where it's like it looks like him, <laughs> it is him. Who is your
1: favorite outside of the the main family? Which shouldn't be your choice anyway, but who would be your
0: favorite Simpsons character? Uh, Mo. Mo, interesting. Yeah, I mean, come on, he's the best.
1: Would make my top 20. I love Mo.
0: Mo wouldn't make your top 20.
1: He might make my t- he might make my top 20.
0: Come on. Who's my- your favorite?
1: I think I got to go Lionel Hutz. All right. And Troy McClure is on that list as well. Yeah. That show, I mean, granted they've had good episodes through the years since since this, but when Phil Hartman died, that's kind of the beginning of the end of the show.
0: I would put Sideshow sh- Bob I love side fairly show high Bob. on
1: the list. I love Sideshow Bob.
0: I'm just a sucker for Kelsey Grammer anytime he talks in that Frazier voice. That's the only way he talks. Uh, in interviews, he kind of doesn't talk like that, and it upsets me, because I just want him to be Frazier all the time. Yeah. You know what I mean?
1: That's, uh, I use a uh, Sideshow Bob line all the time at work. From uh, one, of th- I think it's the I think it's a Cape Fear episode when he's in, in the uh, courtroom and he's talking about killing Bard or whatever and then he goes, uh, cheerfully withdrawn. When they object to it, he goes, cheerfully withdrawn. Like he's taking back his uh, <laughs> thing. So at work, whenever I'm like pitching something and people don't like it or whatever, I, I throw him a cheerfully withdrawn. They always enjoy
0: it. They always enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, that's nice.
1: I don't think they know where it even came from. I just kind of use it as my own.
0: Well, that's theft.
1: Yeah. I learned it from the fat Jew. <laughs>
0: <laughs> He's talking about the Twitter person, not the main character. Film. Oh yeah, in this yeah. yeah. Film. Sorry, 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 sorry.
1: Um Yeah, I also love uh Nelson. No, not Nelson. Uh
0: Millhouse? Ralph Wiggum. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Millhouse is hilarious. Millhouse's dad is hilarious. I like the losers in The Simpsons' world.
0: Where would you put Flanders?
1: Flanders is funny. A little one-note for me. Mr. Burns is always hilarious. Smithers is worthless.
0: Uh, You know, I like how you said you like the losers in The Simpsons' world. There are no winners in The Simpsons. Universe. Yeah, that's
1: true. That's true. You know? I haven't seen a new episode of The Simpsons in
0: ten years. Uh, but
1: sometimes people will be like, I watched it the other night and it was really funny. I, I was I believe them.
0: never an avid watcher. But I watched a couple ones from this season on Hulu, and they, they were fine. They were funny. Okay, You know, they were. They had a,
1: an, I mean, Seinfeld was, was my whole life for 10 years, comedically. It's all, I, I loved them so much.
0: What's your favorite sitcom of all time?
1: Seinfeld for sure. But right. Simpsons, if I'm just looking at like a, the 10-year block that I loved, would be very high up there.
0: Sure, sure. I, uh, it's been now, on
1: 30 years at this point.
0: It's Which is nuts. Yeah. It's nuts.
1: I remember when it came out, it was such a huge fucking scandal. George Bush was like, don't let your kids watch this. But my parents let me watch that, but not in living color, which felt a little racist.
0: It felt racist when you just said it. Yeah. Uh, now, you see what Joe Montana just did. He went and poisoned all the gypsies' dogs right. and put signs up that said, like, the white man from town says hi. Yeah. You know, or whatever. Very Italian way to say it. Uh, But, you know.
1: You think this is the only movie where the mob goes up against gypsies?
0: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know. It's an unproduced Scorsese script (laughs) that was supposed to tackle the same thing. but uh,
1: They're supposed to finally make that Pacino, Pesci, De Niro, Nicholson, Scorsese mob movie. They're saying they're making it. We'll see. I better do it quick before they all die. Uh, De Niro's looking good.
0: Puccino's, De Niro looks great. I mean, Pacino looks
1: fine. Scorsese looks good, but he's 80, and he did coke for 30 years. But Lots not of coke. He's
0: 80. He's like 75. Okay. Right?
1: I feel like he was 40 and 76.
0: Well, this is the beauty of the iPad. He's about 80. I just picked it up and saw the guy that's dating... The daughter from this movie, and I hate him.
1: <laughs> Maybe coke uh, keeps you alive. I work with Garrett Morris, who's eighty; he looks forty. He did
0: cocaine for f- sixty years. Yes, yeah, Scorsese is only seventy three. Okay, all right, that's that's good. And he's you know he's one of those guys that like as long as he's directing a movie, he won't die. Yeah, that's probably true.
1: <clears throat> Do you know what I mean?
0: But he's always directing, so he's got to die on the set of a movie at some point. I think like he he, I just think he's going to be like a lane stretch where he finally goes like, all right, folks, uh, you know, I'm done. I'm going to retire. And like the next day he dies. Yeah. He's going to be one of those guys. He's been married
1: like five times. Huh? He's been married like five times.
0: That's what happened to Elaine Stritch. She was, uh, you know, she lived in New York at like a famous like showbiz hotel. Uh huh. Till she was, like, f- in her fucking, like, 80s or Yeah, 90s. I saw that documentary. Yeah. And then she's like, right, I'm going to move out. My family in Virginia, whatever it was. Died, like, a week later. Yeah. Or something like that.
1: Yeah, you can't live in New York that long and then go to Virginia. You're going to die pretty quick.
0: Yeah, it was kind of a bummer, man. It's sad when people like her die. You know, it's very comforting to know they're out there. Yeah.
1: Rickles would be sad as hell.
0: Apparently he was on Kimmel recently, still rapid fire. All right.
1: You and I were supposed to to see him, but you you bailed out.
0: You made a mistake, Pat. But you've already seen him. I'll never see him. I saw him with Frank Sinatra. That's pretty awesome. I mean, if you think you're going to dance into my life and top that experience.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather see Don Rickles and Frank Sinatra or Don Rickles and Pat Walsh?
0: I'm going to go with the former. All right. Sorry. However... Frank Sinatra and Pat Walsh, you might have a deal. There you go. That might be a deal.
1: I would sing you a little Sinatra if I wasn't clinging to the last shreds of my voice right now. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, folks, we have to talk so long for these fucking things. Would you just have pity on us? Oh.
0: That kid's dead. They shove a rooster in his mouth? Yeah, they paid that kid to, like, go be a lookout or something and spy on the gypsies. Something. I don't fucking know. And the gypsies knew what was up and murdered him, put a rooster in his mouth. Because he's a cocksucker? Was that true? Well, joke? he's a gay... He's a gay... He was a gay prostitute. I didn't even put that together. Cocksucker. That's interesting. Thank you. Oh, that, that made it, like, a lot cooler, that scene. Yeah. Like, it's way creepier.
1: This whole movie, like... You know, it's well-directed, well-acted. The makeup's great. The effects are great. I, I don't understand why it's got such a low rating.
0: Because people just treat horror like porn, man. It bothers me. Yeah. It bothers me. If it's not like a masterpiece, they're like, oh, this is
2: stupid.
0: Yeah. And, it's like,
1: it, and then everybody just decides to get behind certain things once in a while where you're like, "What?
0: The f- why did you all like this movie? Yeah, and it's like, do you know how much indie horse shit I've seen? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Completely half-assed put together, but because it's an indie movie and people think it, they're oh, supposed to like it. It's got like a ninety-eight percent rating. A perfect example
1: in a movie I think actually has a ninety-eight percent rating is I just watched the Academy Awards screener of Grandma starring Lily Tomlin, which I would give an F.
0: It wasn't great. I despised it. She was she was really great in it. I thought she was kind of cartoony and not great. I thought she was funny. I enjoyed her quite a bit in it. The first
1: half of that movie is so poorly done. When she's beating up the boyfriend, I was just like, "What are we doing here?" I didn't buy any of it. I didn't buy when that little girl punched her in the face and she got a black eye. A five-year-old girl punched her in the face.
0: My take on the movie was three. My take on the movie was it was only good because she was good in it. Like, yeah, if, it was, if it was anybody else playing that part, it would have been a bad movie.
1: I thought she was hammy and has been better in 800 other things.
0: I enjoyed her. All right. What can I tell you?
1: You're in love with Lily Tomlin.
0: I like Lily Tomlin quite a bit.
1: The only scene I liked, and I liked her and him, was the Sam Elliott scene.
0: I thought he was great. Want yeah. some corn? Yeah. I just made some corn. That's some Corn. I'd like to be around that guy. Good energy, I bet. Yeah. You know? You want a beer.
2: (laughs) Right? Feel like going to
1: Del Taco tonight? (laughs) In a quesarito?
0: I would just feel safe around that guy. I'll take a lot of the mild sauce, please. (laughs) Mild. You got any of them there, French fries? <laughs> well, put now you're heading my, into sling blade territory. To put those on my taco. <laughs>
1: uh, you do a tater taco? <laughs> Give me three of the tater tacos. <laughs> Sir, this is the bank. <laughs> He's crazy in this
0: version. E- everywhere has tacos. <laughs> yeah,
1: It's just Los Angeles, isn't it? <laughs> Give me a money taco if it's the goddamn bank. Put some money in a tortilla and slide it over. <laughs>
0: That's how Elliot do. See, I pictured a money taco being a bunch of nickels inside a dollar bill, <laughs> like the de- the dollar is the. I pictured it tortilla. with
1: shredded bills as the lettuce.
0: Well, and it's called they call it's cash called lettuce. lettuce
1: and cheddar. So now you already got two key ingredients.
0: So the shredded bills are the lettuce, and then what's the? But <laughs> what else is you got to make the whole thing out of money? Yeah deposit slip is the tortilla all
1: right not technically money but fine
0: and then you throw a couple pennies on top yeah all right that's fine i love that martini goes in posed as like a fbi agent (laughs) and uh yeah oh this guy's a do-it-all mob he's a one-stop shop for a mob guy what
1: huh was got ether oh acid jesus
0: That's a rough scene. He says, acid, bitch, and then throws it in (laughs) her face.
1: We've all been there.
0: But that's not the real acid. Now he puts the real. Oh. That was fake acid, see?
1: To warn her about future acid? So he took the time to to prepare a solution of fake acid. He did it. To throw in her face and then immediately tell her it was fake acid.
0: He's really roughing this chick up.
1: Why Why did he do that, though, Jim?
0: Because he puts real acid on her forehead in a second. Okay, cool. I find that effective. You throw a fake thing on her to scare her, then you go, by the way, here's the real thing now.
1: All right. They didn't get a take of the spitting scene where it wasn't like a baby blowing a raspberry?
0: Here's the real acid.
1: The real deal. Was he pouring it on her
0: tits? No, he poured it on her coat. Oh.
1: Thank you for explaining every second of this movie, because apparently I'm not following anything. I
0: mean, with the subtitles on, you can't follow it.
1: (laughs) I haven't even looked at the subtitles that I demanded you put on.
0: That was a waste. Yeah. We're wasting good subtitle money here. No, they're helping a little,
1: because at least I I kind of know what's happening.
0: This is a great scene. He He puts a jar, a mason jar of acid... On top of the girl's forehead, she has to lie there still, so she can't move. I gotta
1: tell you, I would just stand up real fast, whip up, and it would flip back behind you,
0: maybe getting your hair. No, it would not. Do, and it one f- wrong
1: tick. You know what? Fill a glass with acid, and we're gonna try this.
0: This is what you do. You do what she's doing, or
1: she whips her head to the right or left. But I think no, you get out from under it.
0: Look, she did it right. Her she... hands are free. Yeah.
1: Well, of course she's gonna get
0: out. He gave her a message. He was just scaring her. All right. She she he, she wouldn't have died if the acid fell on her. It just would have burned her.
1: Yeah, but looks like the Phantom of the Opera for the rest of her life.
0: Well, he's got a pretty mean gash in her forehead. So he says he said to her there. You tell the old man to meet us at the uh, watchtower, whatever the hell it was, lighthouse, uh, with the and lift the curse. So this is this is we're in the home stretch here. He's going to go sit down on the uh, on the bench near the lighthouse and wait for the old gypsy man and and you know the solution's going to come through. Or do you know what the solution is? No, <clears throat> I do. Go ahead. Do you want to? <laughs>
1: Let me just watch and enjoy.
0: We can't just watch and enjoy.
1: No, I mean, let me watch. and the talk curse of the curse the
0: podcast that we do. We have to talk through the whole We're thing. We're in this fucking prison. This verbal prison. <laughs> I'm so thirsty. All I want is a drink so of water, Stu Joe. A little
1: lighthouse action. You ever see the fog? Yes. I like the original. The remake was real bad.
0: The remakes terrible. Those remakes are never good. But I, I love the original. Here's the gypsy with the solution. Very interesting solution. I hate this character. He's gross. Yeah. He's gross. He's got that thing on his nose.
1: How does a man with an open sore on his nose get a woman? Does he? Does
0: what? Does he have a wife? He had a daughter. Well, the daughter was the old lady he killed. Yeah, that's the that's one of the gags. His uh,
1: splitting some pie by a lighthouse is the horror climaxer.
0: No, he's telling, he's telling him how he's got to fix everything with this pie. You bleed into the pie, see. What? See. You give the curse to the pie. That's ridiculous. It's not ridiculous. This is pretty. Why brutal. the pie? This this part's pretty rough. I Joe just jumped, ladies and gentlemen. Well, because he shoved a knife through the hole in his hand, and I mean, my God, how bad would that hurt?
1: I'd rather than put a knife through the hole in my hand than pure hand
0: again. Look at that pie taking that blood. Pie gyrating. Bubbly bubbly gyrating. See? He puts the curse into the pie.
1: Why the pie, Joe?
0: Because he's gotta now give the curse to somebody else. Oh Jesus. You have a problem with this? No. He's got somebody he's going to give this pie to now, see? Because mm-hmm. he thinks his friend is banging his wife.
1: I missed that completely.
0: Of course you did. Sitting over there yapping. I have to. I know, I'm kidding. Come on. I'm just giving you...
1: Who's he thinks banging his wife?
0: His uh, doctor friend he thinks is banging his wife. Oh, okay, okay. But he's not banging his wife. He's just like telling his wife he's concerned about him. Right. You know? But this is the problem now. Blood for blood. He's got to go now give this to somebody else, which that never works out. When has that ever worked out? Now, Joe,
1: if I show up to your house with a blood pie, is there <laughs> anything I can say that
0: makes you go, yeah, I'll take a slice of that blood pie? Well, he's not going to tell him it's a blood pie. <laughs> it's full of blood. That the, It's the, pulsating. He doesn't know. It's a cherry pie as far as this guy knows. Right. Did it reseal itself? Uh, yeah, it's a magic pot pet. All right, for Christ's sakes, it's a magical pie.
1: Here's a little uh, Hollywood trivia: that pie is actually the same pie used in American Pie.
0: Yeah, and that's how he gets rid of the thinner cl- cl- curse. It goes into Jason Biggs's dick.
1: Yeah, I just looked up uh, that pie on IMDb, and it was in American Pie. This movie. And uh, Pie, the Darren Aronofsky's first movie.
0: That's one of the movies I was talking about when I said, it, just because it's an independent movie, it gets 98%.
1: Oh, yeah. Pie's an obnoxious movie, I I, think.
0: I saw it in the theater. I hated every second of it. And I like Darren Aronofsky.
1: I do, too. I fucking love Black Swan, I'll tell you that much.
0: Yeah, I never saw it. It's so good. And The Wrestler is one of my favorite movies of all time. I love The Wrestler. I think I've only seen The Wrestler. Wasn't he supposed to do the RoboCop remake? Yeah, he originally loved that. you didn't
1: see Ruckman for a dream.
0: Oh yeah, that was great. You I see love that ass to ass. You
1: see the fountain?
0: Uh, no. Okay. How was the fountain?
1: Fountain is visually amazing. It's it's kind of silly, but I liked it. And uh, actually, it was one of the few people that liked Noah with Russell Crowe. I thought it was pretty cool.
0: That's air enough. Yeah. That's the air enough.
1: That one a lot of people said air enough, <laughs> you
0: know, but not me. I said air <sighs> more. And he said, "I I can't. It'll never be enough because I'm daring." (laughs) We're really bringing out the a material. (laughs) I'm so tired that I've contemplated three times just falling asleep on the podcast. (laughs) Well, the whiskey didn't help. I didn't need that one whiskey. It was like it was like a sedative
1: doesn't have that effect on me. Whiskey in particular jolts me up.
0: Pat's been drinking oddly every week when we do this, uh, or every other week when we do this. I have one drink just like you. I know. I No, no, no. I'm not saying you... Let me finish the sentence. All right. I'm not saying you've been drinking every time. I'm saying it's odd what you've been drinking every time. Uh, I bring a uh, diet a cream, cream soda cream from soda. work,
1: and I mix it with a little vodka. It's a delicious drink.
0: Seems disgusting to me.
1: That's yeah, like a, you know, creamsicle or something. It's really good. I
0: hate cream soda.
1: Love cream soda. Diet cream is, is much better. It doesn't have that. Oh, that's right.
0: He gives the pie to his wife. He doesn't give it to the guy that he thinks is banging her.
1: Oh, geez. It's pretty
0: rough. Because he thinks his wife, because he blames her for everything. She because blew she, him.
1: Because she had to
0: suck my dick. Yeah, she blew him. He crashed the car.
1: This is the first wife in history who got in trouble for doing a blowjob,
0: okay? <laughs> Jesus. Well, and then he really resented her that she didn't believe him, and then he believed that she was having an affair. So, you know, look, he's he's going to die with a dirty soul, as the gypsy warned him. Here's the next morning. The assumption is yeah. the wife has eaten the pie. This part's pretty disturbing. I guess she just had to take like
1: a slice, right? She didn't have to eat the whole pie?
0: Yeah, she just had to eat a piece. Okay.
1: Does his daughter eat a piece of the pie too?
0: You want me to ruin it?
1: Oh, sorry, Joe. Go. So there. You just got blood pie.
0: This is the part I don't get is... He's, I mean, it's gross that he kisses oh. his, like, rotted wife's face. Why would he do that? I don't know. Because he's, he's lost his shit.
1: You remember the uh, Clint Eastwood movie Bloodwork? Yes. It's pretty bad. At some point he just opens fire on a public intersection with a shotgun. I don't <laughs> even think he's a cop in it. Maybe he is. <laughs> but uh, one of my friends accidentally, he was going to say, let's go see that Bloodwork movie, and he accidentally said it was in high school. Let's go see that new Clint Eastwood movie, Blood Wipe. We all started laughing so hard, think of a movie that's just Clint Eastwood wiping his ass and there being blood on the paper. It's like the opening scene. Because that's probably what Clint Eastwood faces every morning at his age. And we just laughed and laughed and laughed. Uh, Blood wipe.
0: It's another blood wipe. Getting old. (laughs) How do you explain this to the cops? Your wife is rotted in bed. Well...
1: I assume he just says she had a bad piece of pie, and they go, okay, and leave.
0: You know, sir, it's a funny story. I didn't kill my wife, per se. Uh, <laughs> I was cursed by a gypsy. I
1: had this cursed pie. Um, Funny story that.
0: And here's the part where the daughter's home. She's not supposed to be home. Yeah, That's a good old twist. And there's a second plate of pie in the sink. Oh, boy. Which means the daughter is eating some of the pie, and now he's upset because <laughs> it... The gypsy's words have come to fruition. Oh, no. There she is. Oh, she's alive. Oh, no. She's alive. She's alive. But she ate it for breakfast. She ate the pie for breakfast. And that's it. What are you going to do? It
1: takes a little time to incubate. Huh? It takes a little time to incubate.
0: I think she ate it for breakfast, whereas the wife ate it last night. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. See, she just had the piece of the pie for breakfast. It was delicious.
1: She's being like extra cute and funny.
0: Yeah, I know. This is the finishing move. Uh, <laughs> puts her finger into it. Licks it off. I gotta
1: tell you, I wouldn't accept that kiss.
0: That was a. It's that kiss always struck me as odd from daughter to father. She licks pie off her finger. <laughs> a
1: little seductively.
0: And then leans in, like, almost ass-perked out and <laughs> kisses him on the cheek.
1: It was not at all a weird kiss. But I'm just saying I wouldn't take the kiss from a daughter who had that pie in her lips. Oh, that's himself. what you were saying? Yeah.
0: I was saying it was an odd way to kiss. Uh, I didn't find it weird. You, If your mother kissed you like that, you wouldn't think that was weird?
1: Well, there's Licked. no affection in my family of any kind, but if my mom kissed me on the side of my mouth or something, I'd be like, all right.
0: I'm not talking about your mom kissing you on the cheek. All all loved ones kiss on the cheek. You're saying if she
1: sticks her ass
0: way out. Sticks, licks pie (laughs) off her finger, goes, hmm, and then perks her ass out and kisses you on the cheek. It's weird.
1: You're right. That would be weird.
0: Well, here's Mike, his friend, the doctor now. Mike,
1: can I interest you in a piece of pie?
0: Blood pie? I think he's going to give, uh some strawberry pie to Mike now.
1: Breakfast pie. <laughs> Mike's like, yeah, that makes sense. He checks it
0: breakfast out. pie. He said that, for those of you not watching, he said, I'm going to dig into a big slice of this breakfast pie. <laughs> He's holding the whole pie in his hand, by the way. Well, I do love breakfast pie. So this is it. He's going to die now. Yeah. And he just called... Uh, Damn! but that's the thing i don't get is he laughs that he's going to kill the doctor as he shuts the door but he's already over his daughter dying
1: i mean the man's clearly just become an animal
0: well what are you going to do folks
1: now he's a single man free to do what he wants you know
0: i think my theory is he kills himself there
1: he thought about it but then i think he got turned on by the thought of killing mike and now he's fine hey he's sick He's sick. You do
2: well. You do well.
0: Folks, that's our podcast. Thinner.
1: Folks, I hope you're not getting thinner this week because it's Thanksgiving. Hope you have a happy holiday. Hope you eat a lot of food.
0: Say hi to a friend. Kiss a loved one.
1: Say yeah, hi to a friend. Keep the keep the tweets coming at us. We love it. We are taking your suggestions. We're going to start doing them once we're out of these like holiday theme episodes. Um, we just appreciate your feedback. Give us five stars on iTunes if you can. A nice little review if you're enjoying the show, um, and keep your mouth shut if you're not.
0: And let us know your thoughts if uh, about us going off Netflix. Because I got to tell you, I was I was looking today for a movie to watch. It's getting to be Slim Pickens.
1: Yeah, I mean, we could always find something, but we would kind of like to know if you guys are... It seems like most of you are not watching the movie along. You're more just kind of... So
0: that we could just start going to DVDs and yeah. and up the uh, up the uh, classic content right, right. a bit. Uh, this has been We'll See You in Hell, presentation of the Fangoria Podcast Network, produced by Thomas DeFeo, executive produced by Ken Hanley. Love Love Fangoria. Love Ken. Love Thomas. Never met him. Never met Thomas. Seems like a nice
1: guy. It's not that I don't love you, Tom. I just never met you.
0: For press opportunities, advertising, inquiries, and information about we'll see you in hell, contact Ken at Fangoria.com. Very nice. And for those of you that live in New York City, I'll be headlining Gotham Comedy Club December 18th and 19th. And uh, I believe I will be at the stand in Gramercy on New Year's Eve. So uh, come on out
1: Yeah and if you're fans of both horror and the Gilmore Girls I'm appearing this week on the Gilmore Guys podcast Which is one of the biggest podcasts there is I think that drops probably
0: Monday The same day as this I
1: believe so You can get six hours of me if you want
0: Alright well check that out Also if you're in LA I have a new weekly stand-up show at Mallow on Sunset and Silver Lake Called Creep Show Come on out and check that out and watch Two Broke Girls. Sure. And it's, what, a tenth se- season? <laughs> Fifth season. Fifth
1: season. Yeah. Uh, which premieres when? Uh, it just premiered. Thanks, Joe.
2: Just premiered. All right, folks. We'll see you next time. Thanks, everybody. Happy holidays.